So you have to make up your mind that you are going to believe that money is something that God wants you to have a healthy relationship with. And you're gonna to have to make up your mind that money is something you're gonna grow, that you're gonna grow your financial world, that you're going to grow your financial well being. Welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. Well, welcome to Think Like a Champion, a podcast dedicated to helping you win in every way and enjoy every day. This is our 14th episode. And while it's hard to believe that we've made it this far in this in these episodes, and I hope you're encouraged and I hope you are starting to think like a champion because that's the goal. And I want to start out with today's content and just we're going to talk about how to have a healthy relationship with money, a right relationship with money. And but I want to start by telling you that you're a leader and I'm a leader. Every one of us is a leader and every one of us can win in life and be a champion. It all starts with our thinking because before you can lead anybody in any other way, you have to start leading yourself. You have to lead yourself in where you're going. You have to lead yourself in healing your wounds. You gotta heal your, you gotta lead yourself in acquiring whatever knowledge that you're missing in your life. So there's leadership inside of you and every one of us has to lead ourselves. Once you're able to successfully lead yourself, you can lead others, you can, have businesses and grow things and have success in family, have success in your job, in your business, whatever you do in life, you will be a leader that other people will follow and be influenced by because you don't have to have the title of a leader to be a leader. Leadership simply means influence and influencing others in a positive way or a negative way. And it's we choose to lead others in a positive way, but we have to lead ourselves first. And so some people think, oh, I'm not, I would never be in a position of being a leader. I don't see myself that way, but you have to start seeing yourself that way because you have to lead yourself to the better version of yourself. You have to lead yourself to evolving and, and succeeding in life. And I, I, when it comes to money, when it comes to financial health and success, it all starts with what are your true beliefs about money? There are certain beliefs about money that you will cause you to succeed and certain beliefs about money that will cause you to, to fail. And so we want to start with the right belief system. And there's a verse in the Bible in third John verse two, he says, I wish above all else that you would prosper and be in health, in good health, even as your soul prospers. And this, this verse is very powerful because it's giving us a picture of how all the other aspects of our life flow and derive from a healthy soul as our soul is prospering. He's saying that your physical health and your financial health and the rest of the areas of your life are all going to be healthy and successful and prosperous when your soul is prospering. A lot of people focus on financial prosperity and they miss the whole concept of soul prosperity because when your soul is prospering, it's like a snowball effect. It begins to impact and affect all the other areas of your life. So I believe in attacking our soul life and making our soul whole, getting a healthy soul, which will lead to healthy habits. Uh, I believe healthy beliefs and victorious mindsets, winning mindsets lead to a life of health, a life of well-being. And we got to address 
one of the most important things in life, and that is money. And we have to address our relationship with it. For years, people have quoted a misquoted, or they've quoted this. They've said money is the root of all evil, but it's, it's not true. Money is not the root of all evil, nor is money evil. And the verse that people are misquoting in the Bible is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, where it says, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And then he goes on to say, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Now we have to stop right there for a moment and talk about sorrow because there's a great verse in Proverbs that says that it is the Lord that makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. It is the Lord who brings blessing and he adds no sorrow to it. So when it's God's riches, when it's God's blessing, when it's God's success, when it's heavenly success, there's no sorrow with it. There might be work with it. There might be responsibility, but not sorrow. But when you're pursuing money, when money is your objective, it's just about money, 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 that's when you give yourself over to sorrow. Money has a way to make a lot of people feel bad. Uh, if, if, if it's not treated and put in the right context, money will It'll just, um, it'll hurt. And the decisions that you make will hurt you. And the pursuit of it will frustrate you. So it's not money that's evil. It's the love of it. And that word love is a, it comes from a, the Greek word phileo, which is a, uh, a friendship love, a love that is an, it's an attachment to it. So a wrong relationship with money is a relationship where you're attached to money and you can't let it go. I really think that people have a messed up relationship with money. They have many people, and I've had that, I've had a wrong relationship with money. A wrong relationship with money is a, a messed up relationship. It starts with wrong beliefs about it. If you want to get, uh, if you realize that the love of money is, means a wrong relationship with money, it means an inappropriate relationship, an um, in, inordinate amount of affection for money over people, money over things, money over experience, money over anything else, it makes you miserable. And that wrong relationship leads to sorrow. And a right relationship with money starts with the right beliefs. Remember, we started talking about this because we were talking about thinking like a champion. And I want to remind you that David had all these men that came to him. We read out of this in a, in a Bible verse in 1 Samuel chapter 22. But David had this, he had this knack. He had this gift with men. Men came to him with three conditions in their lives. They were in, they were distressed. They were in debt and they were discontented and they came to him and he became captain over them. These very men turned into becoming mighty heroes. They were defined as or described as the mighty men of David. And they conquered great, they conquered great kingdoms and they accomplished great feats and they defeated many, uh, circumstances that came against their lives and they overcame their, their trouble. And that's what champions do. We, we overcome, you overcome, you're an overcomer. You are a champion and you're an overcomer. 
But these men had a wrong relationship with money. That's why they had so much debt. A wrong relationship with money is a need to have something now. So I'm going to compromise what money can do for me by having something now, by getting money to do for me right now what I want, rather than what I, what I can make money do for me over the long run and have long lasting success. So a right relationship with money starts with the right beliefs and a wrong relationship with money is a, is a byproduct of wrong beliefs. So we have beliefs like, do we fear not having enough? I know that I've felt that at times. Do we have a scarcity mentality? Do we feel guilty when we have an abundance? Do we truly believe that good success comes through hard work? Do we truly believe that God wants us to succeed? Do we truly believe God will provide for us? Some of these questions we need to ask ourselves because therein lies much of the wrong relationships that we have with money because part of why we settle in life for where we're at is because that's exactly where we believe we belong. The reason we settle for where we're at in life is because we actually believe that's where we belong. We settle for being in debt because we think that's where we belong. We settle for having less than because we think that's where we belong. We settle for living from paycheck to paycheck because that's, that's where we feel we belong. That's where we believe we belong. And it's essential to conquer that kind of mindset and these kinds of mindsets in order to have your money begin to work for you. Now, I'm not trying to be Dave Ramsey on this podcast. I'm not trying to be a financial expert, but I have some experience with money and I've had some, some, uh, I've had some losses with money and I've had some gains with money. I have more gains than losses. And so I feel like it's okay for me to talk about this now. If all I was doing was losing, I should be talking about something else, like uh, what you're eating or <laughs> what you're believing about some other area of your life. But listen, when it comes to money and when it comes to life and what our rights are, we have the right to air, we have the right to find food as human beings, we have the right to survive. But outside of that, everything else that happens in your life is based on what you believe. It's what you believe and I believe that you have the right to succeed. And frankly, you have the responsibility to succeed as well. I have the right to succeed and I have the responsibility to succeed. And that involves money. Money is not the only thing that it involves, but it involves money and money matters. And anyone that tells you that it doesn't is lying because it matters to everybody, whether you're a Christian or whether you're not. It matters to God because he talked a lot about it in the Bible. There's a lot about money. There's a lot about wealth. There's a lot about poverty. There's a lot about blessing. There's a lot about generosity. There's a lot about giving. There's a lot about sowing and reaping in the Bible. There's so much that Jesus told us about money and about stewardship. So you have to make up your mind that you are going to believe that money is something that God wants you to have a healthy relationship with. And you're going to have to make up your mind that money is something you're going to grow, that you're going to grow your financial world, that you're going to grow your financial well-being. And it's all about building something, building a life of success. It's not about just having enough money to get by. It's about building a life 
building a life of success, building a life that can be a blessing, building a life that adds value to others. And we have to build a financial life that can weather the storms of recessions and inflation and pandemics. Listen, I want to talk about that. <clears throat> but I want you to I want to remind you that I wish above all else, John said that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers, as your soul, as your thinking prospers, it affects and it becomes a ripple effect in all the other areas of your life. But one of the things that the pandemic revealed was many of us were already unhealthy. And I'm using this as an illustration. I'm not here to shame anybody or make anybody feel bad for where you're at in your health. Or, but I'm using that as an illustration that many of us were already unhealthy and we had compromised immune systems. The pandemic did not cause unhealthy or compromised immune systems. The pandemic revealed unhealthy or compromised immune systems. And that's one of the takeaways, one of the lessons that we can take away that, that negative circumstances don't cause problems. Negative circumstances reveal the crack in your foundation. Water is not a problem, but water coming through the roof of your house, leaking down to your, under your carpet, that is a problem. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with water, but what's wrong is that it is revealing a crack. It is revealing a flaw in the ceiling, a flaw in the roof system, a flaw in the weatherproofing. You see, you could say, wow, water has really been bad to me. I have a bad relationship with water. Or you, you, you really don't have a bad relationship with water and water isn't being harmful to you, but water is simply revealing that you need to fix something. And that's why fixing a leak right away is so vital in a, if you own a home. That's something that you just would, any one of us would automatically do. If we saw water flowing into our, through our ceiling, we would do something about it immediately. We would call a plumber, call a, a, a roofer. We'd call somebody to do something or turn the water off in our home. You, you see, in the same way that if we're finding money is elusive, money is leaking, money comes in one door and leaves throughout several doors and flies out every window you have, that's telling you something. That should be, that's, it's not that money is bad or money is trying to escape. It's that there's something wrong in your foundation and there's something wrong in, there's, some, there's a crack there that is causing it to escape. But what we learned in the pandemic was our health is precious and it's worth fighting for but it's always easier fighting to become healthier and healthier every day than it is to try to fight COVID and stress and heart conditions and blood diseases. Health has to be a lifestyle and so does our financial health. And so I wanna take a second portion of this, of our time together. And I wanna give you another illustration and I wanna use the example of exercise now I'm talking about money here and how to have a healthy relationship with it and how to have a right relationship with it. But I wanna use exercise versus bodybuilding because someone who exercises simply exercises to try to stay as healthy as they can, the best they can do to 
to add that to a balanced lifestyle. That's somebody who exercises. But a bodybuilder is someone who has the intention to build muscle and to reduce fat and to be in the best shape of their life physically and mentally, the best that they are capable of. So I want you to look at money that way. You, either, uh, you can either treat money like that's an exercise that's just part of your life, or you can treat it as something you want to truly build. In order to build your body, it involves more than exercise. It involves a healthy relationship with food. It involves proper exercise and weightlifting. It, it, it involves a proper water intake, proper amount of sleep. It requires a, it, it, it includes a, a system of accountability to, to keep that building that lifestyle. It, it, it involves goals and accountability. In the same way, we can't just exist in our relationship with money. We have to build it intentionally. So what does that take? A healthy relationship with money requires the right savings habits, the right savings habits, the right spending habits, the right amount of generosity, the, the right amount of purpose. When you don't understand those things, when you're not doing those things, you're just going to live from paycheck to paycheck. But when you recognize and understand that a right relationship with money creates a right relationship with so many other things in your life. And a right relationship with money involves determining who is your source. Is God your source or is self your source? Or is, that a, is there a combination? I believe that when it comes to building our financial health, which if built over time, financial health will create financial wealth if built over time. It's really important that you hear what I'm saying because I'm not saying that you should be going after financial wealth as, the, as your only goal. I'm saying that financial health will lead to financial wealth just like healthy habits physically and healthy habits with, when it comes to food and dieting and all of that will lead to a healthy life in so many more ways. A healthy soul will lead to a healthy whole. So listen, I want to give you some ways and give you the tools and some tools that I've found in my life. We have to realize that we all have, we all fear at times. We all have financial fears. We all, some might have a lot, some might have a little, but everybody has financial fears at one point or another to one degree or another. You don't have to be poor to get anxious about money. You don't have to be on welfare to have financial fears. There's, it, it seems the more we have, the more we have to maintain, the more we have to insure, the more we have to protect, the more we have to worry over. So sometimes that's, that can be a problem. But God gives us a guarantee regarding our finances when he says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, God, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. This verse is packed with so much truth that can help us. And I don't just want to have a Bible study with you, but I want to call out. I do want to show you the Bible, but I want to call out the greatness in you. I want to call out the, the health builder, the wealth builder that's inside of you. That, that health builder and wealth builder is inside of you. And you have to discover that person and you have to create that person. And you have to stop just accepting the, health, the unhealthy financial condition of your life and do something about it intentionally 
and add the necessary ingredients in order to have success. But first we need to see that it says God will supply. It doesn't say he might supply your needs. It says he will supply your needs. So I build my life upon a few things. One of the things that I build my life upon is God's promises. So here's an example of one. My God will supply all my needs. And it doesn't just say he'll supply some of my needs. He, God promises he'll supply all my needs. All means all. That includes my children's needs, my food needs, my place to live needs, my car needs. It doesn't say I'll meet your greeds. It says I'll meet your needs. There's a difference between the needs that we have and the wants that we have. So God's not going to give you everything you want. You can pursue some of the things you want, but God is going to supply your needs. He promises that. And it's according to his riches. That's an important part there. It's according to his riches, not yours. It's not based on your assets. It's based on God's assets and his assets never run out. And then he says, these are yours. These, this promise is yours in Christ Jesus. So God promises to meet your needs because all of his promises are yes in Christ Jesus. And therefore, if this verse is true and this promise is true, if we end up with financial struggles, is that because God failed? No, it's because God gives us the secrets to meeting our needs and they are simple steps that we can take in our life to experience God's provision and to experience life's success. So what do we do? We have to establish what our expectations are. We have to ask ourselves, what am I going after? What is my goal? What is my need? What is my goal? What is my outcome that I want in five years, in 10 years? I know you might think I'm just trying to live, I'm just trying to get past living paycheck to paycheck. But if you don't start planning now, you'll live paycheck to paycheck the rest of your life because you have to interrupt that system. You have to interrupt, you have to rudely interrupt the system of living paycheck to paycheck. You have to rudely interrupt the system of fear with God's promises. You have to rudely interrupt your bad habits with good habits of spending. And having a right relationship with money starts with the right beliefs about money. Like there's plenty of money in the world. There's plenty of wealth in the world. It's God's idea to meet your needs. It wasn't man's idea. Having enough and having an abundance is not evil. It's not sinful to have an abundance. These are beliefs that you have to be willing to grapple with if you're going to change the trajectory of your financial life. And then once you establish what your expectations are, what your beliefs are, then ask your heavenly father. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. He knows what you need before you ask, but he asks us, he inspires us to ask because we're looking to him as our source. And then I'll tell you one of the next steps is to be thankful. The secret of success is to be thankful with where you're at, but not settle for where you're at. And then I have to add that you have to ask God for wisdom and seek wisdom. The Bible says that finding wisdom is better than finding gold. Finding wisdom is better than rubies and fine diamonds. Finding wisdom and understanding is better than anything else that you can, any form of wealth you can find because wisdom solves problems. And this world will always pay someone who is solving their problems. So we have to realize that wealth building is connected to problem solving. And the greater degree of problems that you're willing to solve will result in a greater degree of financial um, increase or financial blessing coming into your, into your life. And how you handle that money when it comes is called 
stewardship. What you do with what you already have is called stewardship, being a good steward. So we've been talking about several things where we've touched on several things when it comes to money. That first, a right relationship with money is what God wants and a wrong relationship with money is the source of evil or the cause of many evils, but money is not the cause. Money is not the root of evil or the root of many evils. The love of it is a wrong relationship with it. We need to love God and love people and use money and use things to advance the agenda of goodness in the world, the agenda of generosity in the world, the agenda of God's kingdom in the world, the agenda of, of, of charitable donations in the world, the agenda of changing people's lives. That is the, that is the power of having money. And when you're focused just on you, you're going to have a limitation of what exposure you can have and what kind of measure of success you can have. But when you get the right purpose in front of you, you establish some goals, you begin to realize that God does supply, that money is not evil, that God wants you to have an abundance. Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come that you would have life in abundance to the full till it overflows. You could say that's just talking about spiritual life, but if you want to say that, then, that, then I'll go ahead and, and hold you to that because if that's talking about sp spiritual life, then the result, it will always overflow into every other area of your life, right? If you're sick spiritually, you'll be sick eventually in other areas of your life. And if you're healthy spiritually, you'll be healthy in other areas of your life. So you can interpret some scriptures as being just focused on emotional well-being or spiritual things, but you cannot deny the connectivity and the domino effect that healthy insides create healthy outsides. Healthy spiritual life creates healthy physical life. Healthy soul life creates a healthy financial life. So that's a little bit about how to have a, relation, a right relationship with money. That's all the time that we have for today, but I want to thank you for joining me on Think Like a Champion. If this has brought you value in any way, please share it with a friend and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also support this ministry financially if you believe in what we're doing and you want to help us inspire more people to see positive change, to start thinking like a champion. You can sow a gift of any amount at lifechangerschurch.com. I want to invite you to give. I want to invite you to, to explore the, the concept and to really deep, dig deeper into the concept of generosity because that's what, that's God's greatest characteristic is his generosity because that's his demonstration of love. So I want to encourage you, inspire you today, hopefully to be generous and help. Let's help together. Let's join together in getting this gospel out, getting this good news out, getting this champion mindset out to every person we possibly can. Thanks again for joining me today. I'd love to have you at our next Think Like a Champion podcast. And I would love to see you and invite you to Life Changers Church. If you're looking for a church on Sunday, come on out and visit us. Go to lifechangerschurch.com for more information. Thanks for your time. And we'll see you in the next podcast. God bless.